Welcome to the LaSalle Software News Podcast with your host, Bob Bloom. A production of South LaSalle. Welcome to episode four of LaSalle Software News. Video emerges as surprise emphasis of new projects. Today is Monday, March 1st, 2020. The LaSalle Software News podcast talks about what is going on with my free and open source LaSalle software. My new projects are Breath plus Laravel Framework plus AWS Serverless and DynamoDB plus Laravel Framework. My web pages are set up. My new GitHub organization is set up. My GitHub sponsors page is set up. So now I am underway. The idea for my new projects came from my need to build post-production workflows for my custom podcast platform. With my podcast admin back, and done, which uses my free and open source LaSalle software and Laravel's Nova, I want to build post-production workflows. I want to use Lambda functions for these podcast post-production workflows for a few reasons. My podcast post-production stuff is a great fit for Lambda. The tasks are very specific and limited in scope, a great fit for putting them into functions. Many tasks involve Amazon Web Services, so Lambda is a great entry point for using these services. I find the idea of extracting entire tasks out of my app completely and building them as independent entities quite attractive. My RSS feed generation task comes to mind. It is a major feature. Devoting a repository to this task where the only thing in this repo is the code for my RSS feed generation, the testing for it is great. I know I will not break anything else in my app by messing with it. I know I won't have to hunt for code that pertains specifically to this feature. I can run tests just for this app away from my app. I can run the tests away from the app just for this feature. I can put documentation right in the repo and it'll be right there. It'll be easy to find. Now, anticipating using Lambda for my RSS feed generation, I put all my existing code into a separate package, making extraction into a function much smoother, at least in theory. My RSS feed generation comes down to native PFP functions, not so much using the Laravel framework. So it might be nice to just use plain PHP for this specific Lambda function. The Laravel framework is designed so that major areas of the framework can be composed or installed into a project with the classes used outside the context of the app. This is a glorious thing, enabling right out of the box the ability to use specific Laravel framework classes in a Lambda function. To not have to mount an entire Laravel framework based app onto Lambda is good. <laughs> to merely deploy a function to Lambda with that function using Laravel framework classes in a regular fashion is very good. There are 32 folders in the Illuminate repository source folder, such as auth and broadcasting. Each of these 32 folders, except one, has a license.md and a composer.json file. Did you know that? The exception is the foundation folder. The framework's main composer.json file has a replace section that references each of these 31 internal composer.json files. In my Lambda function, I can compose or install any of these 31 individual folders. Note that each of the 31 internal Laravel framework packages exist in packages.org, which means we can just require these composer.json we can require these in composer.json just like any other package. We do not have to specify the repo specific location. For example, if I want to compose or install the Laravel Frameworks encryption classes and my Lambda functions composer JSON, all I do is require illuminate slash encryption. 
Suffice to say, it is possible and easy to use individual Laravel framework classes in a Lambda function. There's no need to mount an entire Laravel framework-based app onto Lambda merely to access a couple of specific Laravel framework classes. This is awesome. My new projects are about sharing what I learn about using Laravel framework with Lambda and using the open source serverless framework with Bref to deploy to Lambda. Sure, there's going to be code, but it's not just about the code. It's about sharing what I learn. And the question is really how best to share what I learn. Now, my first thought was to upload recorded streams. However, I was in for a rude awakening when I went through a dry run. Watching my dry run was painful. It was tedious. I'm just waiting for myself to get to the good stuff. So I thought, why not distill the good stuff into a brief screencast? Well, that went well. The dry run went very well. Next, I thought I should create an intro and an outro to bookmark my screencast. Well, for that, I need a video editor to produce a final video. The DaVinci Resolve video editor is so incredible that I cannot believe that is free. It also takes time to understand a lot of time. Just to get to the basic point where I am right now took a lot of time. Once I got going with the DaVinci Resolve video editor, my eyes opened to the potential of video, something I had not properly considered before. The potential with video was enormous. I can do a screencast, or I can display a single page of source code, write notes on it, talk about it. With video, I can use different styles. Whatever style fits best with what I want to do is the style I can use. I am finding that a step-by-step -step linear progression does not always work. With my first video titled, What is Bref? I dispensed with this linear step-by-step -step style so that I could jump right into the point I wanted to make and then repeat it over and over again because that's what I want you to remember when the video is over. I, I think overall it worked out well. I pretty well hammer away at the point I want to make throughout. But my first video is it, it's rough. It's going to take time working with DaVinci Resolve to smooth out the rough edges. On the other hand, for a developer who videos, it's not so bad. Uh, so I think. Video is going to be my preferred way to share what I learn. I have about half a dozen ideas for videos. The problem now is how to bring ideas into fruition. The problem is producing videos in bulk. I am looking at the very thing that brought me to produce video in the first place to help me produce these very same videos. Indeed, I am going to add video administration to my podcast admin app, which I think is quite ironic. I will be able to set up the videos in my admin that I want to produce. I will have web page, a web page, web pages for my videos on my website, just like I have for my podcast. My hope is that this video admin is going to help me uh, be able to produce a lot of videos quickly. 
by putting in storyboards and stuff, and maybe ultimately to do the uploads as well. I haven't even looked into that. Thank you for listening to this episode of my LaSalle Software News. Video emerges as surprise emphasis of new projects. You have been listening to a South LaSalle production. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of South LaSalle, Bob Bloom, nor of the organizations represented. Links and materials discussed on air are available in the show notes for this show. Information contained herein have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but are not guaranteed. Podcasts are released under copyright. Rights are reserved. Email correspondence to the attention of Bob Bloom at bob.bloom at lasalle.software.ca.